It is a joy to be with you this morning. I am Randall Lucas. I'm one of the associate pastors here and director of missions and outreach. And um, we are going to continue our sermon series and help. Thanks. Wow. This is our final week in this series, and we're going to focus on the wow of God. How do we see the magnificent or God in the trying times in life? How does the Spirit cry out to God in these moments? A few years back, Garrett and his wife were trying to have a baby. They couldn't have a baby, so they went and uh, had some consultations with the doctors. And um, through all their consultations and all their testing, they found out that uh, Garrett was the problem. So needless to say, they were, they were really distraught, and they were like, oh, we're not going to be able to have kids. And um, just nine months ago, um, they found out that they were pregnant. So the, the thing that seemed impossible was actually possible. They were nervous about having their first baby since they had had such bad news over all these months and years, really. But they didn't know how it was going to happen. Well, guess what? Last Thursday, I got a text that Garrett had his beautiful baby boy, Garrett and Abby. So they were so excited. They were like, wow, this really happened for us. I'm sure there are many of you in here that are watching online or uh, in here in person that have had similar experiences. You didn't know how or when you were going to be able to have a kid. But like Garrett, you had that wow moment when the baby was finally born. Perhaps it was through adoption or through fostering. You were in awe of what God had done. Others may have had those wow moments when their pet, when they adopted their pet, or that dog during COVID, or maybe it was a birth of a business or a career. You remember that moment when it happened. You knew that that moment was only possible with God. You were like, wow, I've dreamed of this moment forever and it's finally happened. Or have you ever gone to the ocean? You put your feet in the sand and you saw the ocean waves crash down and billow at your feet and you look up at the sky and you know that only God create, could create such beauty. You had that wow moment or perhaps you were in the mountains and you traveled in a train across the tracks and as you rounded the mountain corner, you saw the river flowing teeming with life, and you looked up to the mountain and you saw the brilliance of those snow-covered peaks. You shoot through the tunnel and come out the other side, and the beauty is just radiant all around you. And you're like, wow, wow, I cannot believe this beauty. Anne Lamont, the author of this book, which th this sermon series is based on, the third great power of prayer, wow, is often offered with a gasp, a sharp intake of breath, when we can't think of any other way to capture the sight of shocking beauty or destruction. 
or a sudden unbidden insight or an unexpected flash of grace. Perhaps the wow is the wow of I can't believe it. I can't believe that we are still in this pandemic on the verge of another shutdown. These kids, the ones that we were all like, wow, I'm so glad they were born, are the same ones you're like, wow, they're wearing me out. You're like, wow, another hurricane has hit the Gulf Coast or Central America and there's devastation all around. You're like, wow, can these poor people take any more? Or maybe you're like Tanya, who went to see her grandmother and she put her hands up on the glass to tell her that she was loved. And her only thoughts and words were, wow, how long can this go on? This one syllable of wow that comes in all shapes and sizes and perspectives reminds me of Romans eight twenty six through 27. In the same way, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. We do not know we, what we ought to pray, but the Spirit intercedes for us with wordless groans. And the Spirit who searches the heart knows the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance with God's will. For Anne Lamont, the author of this book, this scripture is at the heart of her wow prayer. This is what I believe she was pointing to. These prayers say, with exhilaration of God's wonderful creative power, and at another time, the prayer of wow is, I don't know if I can keep going on. These prayers are the very Spirit of God that lives inside of us. The prayers on our behalf to the divine in awe and wonder and at other times, a prayer of lament. As we think about prayer, I wonder what our concept of prayer is. To be honest, I've struggled with this. I wax and wane. I treat God like a genie in the bottle sometimes, asking for all the good things, a bigger house, a better job, a fancier car, more income, just to show off. Give me the best parking spot when I pull up to the store so I don't have to walk. But then I go to the gym and work out, so it might be good to park farther away. As you, and yes, we know that God is a giver of every good and perfect gift, but I wonder if there is something more to this prayer. I remember when I was about 13 years old, um, it started raining. My parents had left, and it had started raining. And uh, I decided that I was going to get in their car. Now, the younger kids don't take advice from me, but I jumped in my uh, mom's car, and I drove down this street. I wanted to find out if the uh, creek behind our house was flooding. So I drive down, and the water is coming down the hill into the area of the creek. As I cross the bridge, the car stalls out. I'm like... Oh my God, just, God, just make it start, just make it start. And I was begging and asking God, God, I'll serve you forever. I'll do whatever you want as long as you'll get me out of here. I don't want to drown. 
And well, wouldn't you know it, the car started and I made it back home and it was fine. But I wonder if our, our prayers can be like that, just a negotiation with God. Uh, if I do this, you do that, or you do this and I'll do that. These are crazy stories that talk about prayer, but I wonder if the wow in prayer is pointing to something greater, something in us. In reflection over the Christmas story in Luke 1, I wonder what we can learn. Since we're already decorating for Christmas early before Thanksgiving, I thought I'd throw in a Christmas story. This is a story of the parallel birth between um, John and Jesus. Excuse me. Zacchaeus and Elizabeth were both very old and were, were unable to have kids, even though they were godly people. They had prayed for kids for years, but they never became pregnant. In their old age, God gave them their prayer. Elizabeth was going to give birth to a son, and, you were, and he was to be named John. Elizabeth says, the Lord has done this for me, and God has taken away my disgrace among the people. You see, during this time, women's value was on their ability to bear a son, an heir. This is how they received their worth. Then God sends the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, the Christmas story. But you know, this is a story you hear about at Christmas, the, the one where Gabriel announces to Mary that she'll become pregnant by the Holy Spirit and give birth to the Son of God. After this, she travels to her, her uh, relatives, Elizabeth, and when she gets there, Elizabeth's baby jumps for joy within her, her belly, and she, Elizabeth, is filled with the Holy Spirit and tells Mary, you are blessed. And Mary begins to sing this song we know as Mary's song or the Magnificat, and Mary says, my soul glorifies the Lord. And my spirit rejoices in God, my Savior, for he has been mindful of the humble state of his servant. From now on, all generations will call me blessed, for the Mighty One has done great things for me. Holy is his name. His mercy extends to all those who fear him from generation to generation. He has performed mighty deeds With his arms, he has scattered those who are proud in their inmost thoughts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones, but has lifted up the humble. He has filled the hungry with good things. He has sent the rich away empty. He has helped his servant Israel, remembering to be merciful to Abraham and his descendants forever, just as he promised. Excuse me. She is not only singing about answered prayers, God's salvation, but about the attributes of God. God's mercy, compassion, and power. God in his mercy brought the people through uh, the wilderness out of captivity. And in his compassion, he brought them through to the promised land. Speaking of the power of God, one of the commentaries said... The greatness of which God is praised is not that of a ruler who degrades the lowly, 
but a Savior who applies His power on on behalf of the lowly, raising them up. God's power lifts up the lowly and subverts the strong. The beauty of Mary's song was that her outer appearance, as seen mirrored in her song, is a, a sign of her inner piety. You can see her devotion to God. No matter what happened, she was devoted to God and God's way. She knew that God would do what God said, that God is faithful. Through all the hills and valley of life, the good and the bad times, God was faithful, past tense. This great God was mindful of her. Her wow was a prayer of praise to a merciful, compassionate, and faithful God. You may be thinking, oh, this sounds great in this biblical fairy tale. Well, maybe, maybe it is a fairy tale. But I want to tell you of a story that happened to Glenda. In 2020, um, this is her list. She sent this to me the other day. And it, it will make you go, wow. Her 2020 started out with another diagnosis of breast cancer. Then her husband was diagnosed with colon cancer. He spent about three months in the hospital. Shortly after being released, he passed away. A month later, her daughter-in-law was admitted to a treatment center, and Glenda took care of her three toddler babies. When she got them back to daycare, because everything was shut down, so they went back to daycare, and um, the babies had to be sent home and stay with her because they were being quarantined because they had been exposed to COVID-19. Then, of course, being 2020, Glenda gets COVID-19. And then after that, her mother gets COVID-19. So her mother is 78, and she had to take care of her mother and take care of her business. Finally, she, she gets past all of this, and wouldn't you know it, she's in the backyard on a, lawn, on a riding lawnmower, and she gets bucked off the riding lawnmower and breaks her leg. It was a fracture so bad that she couldn't be on her leg for three months. So now the mother that she took care of was taking care of her. And then to top it all off, about two weeks ago, she lost her job. She, her contract was terminated. I'm like, wow, can you keep going? And you know, the only thing she said to me was, God has got this. She believed in a faithful God that was going to see her through it all. No matter what was happening, no matter what else was happening to her, This is not to say that she didn't go through the grieving process with the loss of her husband, because she did, and she cried to me often. But in the depth of her soul, she knew God was holding her. I wonder if this is what Mary's song was talking about. No matter what the Israelites had been through, what that she may go through in in, in her pregnancy, her God was faithful. Her God, the ruler of the world, was mindful of her. This power, this God's power rejected the proud and uplifts the lowly like she was. A God that through it all is faithful and compassionate. So as the band comes back, I don't want to end the story here. 
Glenda is Garrett's mother. Glenda, the one that had their horrible 2020. Garrett, the one that would nev- thought they would never have kids. The one that had a beautiful boy on Thursday. Glenda is his mother. That's her grandbaby. Yes, even in the midst of the, all that bad that has happened in 2020, they got some good news. That wow, her son had finally had a beautiful baby boy. Glenda's wow was a new perspective that turned into a prayer of praise, not because everything was working out, because, but because she knew that she had a faithful God. That was her perspective shift. She was in awe of the faithful God that walked with her through all the hills and valleys of life, through every season and trial. God didn't wait, make everything go away, didn't heal her, didn't heal her husband. But God was faithful, church. God walked with her through it all. And her wow is a constant prayer of praise to a magnificent God. That's her very inner being praising this wonderful God. Will you pray with me? God, we just give you praise and thanks. God, for who you are. God, your creator. God, your redeemer. And God, you are sustainer. Your mercy never ends. Your compassion extends to all generation. And your power uplifts up uplifts those who are lowly in spirit.